Hi everybody, Jukebox here. You're listening to the Maritime Milson Podcast, brought to you by Rap4 Canada, Unanistan 3D Print and Cut, and Jester's Tactical Sports Centre. This week, the fellows talk with Raza PB about their experience playing in the spring, and their hopes for warmer events to come. Alright, well, welcome to episode 18 of the Maritime Milson Podcast. Uh, you've got myself, Hooligan. With me, as always, we have Nightmare and Guardian. And joining us today is our guest co-host, Raza. Yo, what's up? There we go. So, uh, for everyone listening, we're going to start doing something new. Whenever we can, we're going to try and get uh, somebody, anybody, on. And uh, not saying that Raza here is just, you know, some guy. I am (laughs) some guy, though. You kind of are. But, you know, you're one of the more vocal people who listens to our podcast, so figured I'd bring you on. Uh, so, Raza, why don't you start off, bud? Why don't you just tell everyone about yourself and where you're from and what you do and all that fun stuff. All right. Well, my name's James Pridum, Uh Call sign Raza. I've been playing paintball for about two years, MagFed for one. Play quite often at my local field, but I get a good discount there. So I run a Milsig M17 with about four or three mags normally. So. Oh, are oh, you done? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Woo! Megfed. Yeah. Woo! Megfed. Actually, you, uh, one of the first people we brought on that actually mentioned their gear that they run. Whoa. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, so what's the name of the field you play at, Raza? Uh, General Splatters Paintball Park, just here in Lancaster, Ontario. General About, Splatters. Yeah. Five-minute drive down the road. Wait, Any here. relation to Sergeant Splatters? No, not at all. And it actually is quite annoying to hear that brought up at the field quite often. That's, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> good, okay, good. Because for a second there, I was starting to think, I'm like, no, it's there's sergeant splatters. I know there's a sergeant splatters. There is. I think that's up near Ottawa. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the one that everyone always goes, oh, my God, you pay how much for paint? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my field is 20 bucks stories. a bag. How much? 20 bucks a bag. Oh, I thought you said 200. I just put, no, pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> No, that'd be some high-grade stuff there. Yeah, shooting pure gold. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, 20 bucks a bag, that's that's what we pay here. Yeah, it should be everywhere, of, if not less. Actually, other than the one field here I play at, most of the other fields charge, like, what, 40 bucks a bag around what? there? That's yeah. outrageous. That's, that's half a case here. All right, I'm officially never playing in Ontario. <laughs> I will, a few times. I, I want to go to PRZ. I'm going to sneak my own paint in. And I'm going to go play with Raza. I'm going to bring a boat. <laughs> play in your flooded field. Yeah, I can just stand out spring, there in the a pond. So, row, uh, row, row my boat. Yeah, well, I, actually, anybody listening, uh, well, I don't know if anyone listening would be familiar with Hurricane Paintball, but it sounds like uh, Raza's field and Hurricane Paintball are the have the same problem. I've already forgotten the name of the field. I'm sorry. What was this again? General, General Splatters. Splatters. General Splatters. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. They look basically the same. I watched the video and it it looks the same as the way Hurricane floods every year because it's at the bottom of a of a hill. Yeah, but you always have those few ballsy players that go like chest deep into that swamp. Yeah. <laughs> who was that again? Oh, that's yeah, me. Uh, I can't remember. Some some douchebag who was in the ghillie suit rocking a '98. Hey, don't diss that '98. <laughs> a 98 
core sample to swamp and still fired. So I will never diss the 98. It is the best marker. I shouldn't say the best marker. Reliable. Most reliable most marker I've reliable. ever owned. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've never found a marker that was more reliable than my 98. So, uh, so yeah, it's good to have you on, Raza. Uh, it's going to be a good time. We got a couple of things to talk about, and you know, chime in whenever you want. You've listened to the podcast. You know how uh, unorganized we can be. Pretty much. I also know that Nightmare gets uh, made fun quite a bit. Oh, oh, perfect. Oh, this is going to be a running gag now. I can't wait. Damn. This is going to be awesome. Everybody's going to come on. He's going to have to get himself. <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. I love this game. This game just got better. This game sucks. Whatever, man. We're in the bonus round now. <laughs> bonus round. <laughs> okay. Um, carrying on. So we have news to announce. We have to announce a brand new sponsorship with... Uh, Chester's Tactical Sports Center. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Uh, New Brunswick. Uh, the guy who runs it, Nathan, solid guy. I'm sure Nathan is going to listen to this podcast. So, hi, now, Nathan. Again, how solid is he? It's it's pretty remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, let me think. No, I no lost comment. it. I had a joke, but. We're not going to run with that joke. Kids might be listening to this podcast. And if they are, shame on their parents. <laughs> this product is not yet rated. There we go. And uh, so, yeah, we're we're happy to be teamed up with, with them. They've got uh, – Nathan's got a sweet sports shop set up. He's got uh, – uh, well, the field is still in the making, but the guy's got some wicked ideas, and he's got the drive to go through with them. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can only imagine the crazy stuff he's that guy's gonna pull out in like the summer and the fall. Yeah, yeah. The host event was a lot of fun with the maze set up of the trenches. Right. Yeah. And I the was guy incredibly impressed with the paint. Yeah, they he did a wicked job. I just like the fact that the guy was able to take a basically a barren field with four feet of snow in it and turned it into a paintball field. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. amazing. That's awesome. So guy did a wicked job and he's just a really solid guy just to talk to yeah. he, he's more than willing to take the time so great guy super stoked to be uh, to be sponsored by his field slash shop I'm pretty stoked I'm not gonna lie I've talked to him a few times in the last uh, week or so well I just like because he's able to rip out like the jokes against you really quickly <laughs> Sick. So, so I'm looking forward to bringing it back on you know what? Next time we play paintball, I'm putting you on the other team. I, I understand this past weekend was the first time you and I have ever played together since being on the same team. And we played well together. Extremely well. But regardless of how well we played together, <laughs> I'm still willing to peg you between the eyes from across the field. Yeah. It's okay. on. Like it's Donkey on. Kong. It's on like Donkey Kong? Yeah. That's, that's your best one? Yes, yeah, sir. All right. I don't have one, so it's better than mine. All right, I win. <laughs> Check and frickin' mate. All right. Okay, so before we get into a, a circle of bad insults and, and terrible puns. This podcast is going nowhere fast. Yeah, it really is. So let's move along as quickly as we can. All righty. Um, so uh, first uh, first topic of the night, and uh, I think we can all chime in on this fairly well. Uh, tips, advice, 
stories, everything you got about uh, paintball in the early spring or like extended winter, depending on where you are in Canada. Anywhere in Canada, it's pretty much extended winter. Actually, I got a friend of mine in BC who keeps sending me photos of like grass and her out <sighs> in like capris. Uh, yeah. I kid you not. The Friday that I went out to play a game, came back home, went to sleep, woke up, look out the window. It was two feet of snow. Or not two feet, sorry, uh, two inches of snow. I was say, where the hell do you <laughs> live? <laughs> yeah. PEI? Yeah, uh, no, not that far. <laughs> they got it nailed pretty good. Yeah, they did. I got nailed, like, coming back from Hillsborough. It was brutal. Four hours in a snowstorm I had to drive. Really? Yeah, the next day, because I left the next that morning. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah I, I drove to... through that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, well, it only took me an extra half hour. But, uh, so, let's start with Raza. Raza, what are, you, uh, what are your experiences of playing in the early spring? Any, any tips for new players? Extra socks, extra pants, and always extra shoes. Pretty much the basics for any kind of spring game. That's kind of everything I forgot to bring to the Hillsborough game. <laughs> I'm glad they had a dryer. Oh god, yes. Yeah, that I heard about that. That's so nice. Sick. I think I threw my gloves in there three times in the run of the day. I think you did too. <laughs> I know a couple people threw their socks in in between games. <laughs> I can't blame them, man. I mean, I was wearing Gore-Tex boots and I was still taking on water. Well, I mean, Gore-Tex boots are great until it goes above your ankle. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't want to come play at my field in spring then? Two feet of water you're running through? I'll just bring hip waders. <laughs> or a dinghy. <laughs> I'm going to bring my tactical kayak. The kayak sounds like a good idea. That would actually be a really cool scenario. I'm going to mount Until my saw flips. to it. Okay, so only people who are experienced with kayak can get to use them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care who you are with a kayak. If you're getting shot at, you're going to flip your canoe. Kayak. Yeah, but as long as getting hit, as long as the kayak getting hit doesn't count. And trust me, in ball, no one likes wet balls. Just saying. <laughs> Just airtight your hopper. I will, I will take you on. I will be in the kayak. <laughs> Problem solved. All right. Just gonna use first strike so I can outdistance you. Oh, first strikes don't uh, absorb water, do they? No, they don't. Ah, Not there we go. Well, they do, but it takes a really, really long time for it to take any effect. Right, like, so if we flip Guardian's kayak, <laughs> he could still come out of it shooting. Yeah. That seems like a pretty scary idea. You know, you, all you see is water and then a mask and then a marker shooting at you. <laughs> I'd probably freak a little bit. So basically we'd recreate every U.S. Navy SEALs commercial. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Except it's Guardian. So it'll be like, dun, 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 but like super serious, and then he trips coming on shore. Or be like, fuck, I didn't have my sling on. <laughs> it's sitting at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Pulls the trigger, and it's just a and water just comes out of the barrel. Uh, that sounds like a great idea. Both uh, the. I, I enjoy dry paintball. I am done. Is. wet, soggy, snowy, core sampling snowbanks in the middle of spring. Oh my god. That's... I'm done with it. Bring on the heat and the hydration packs. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, 
I don't know where I was going with that. My God, I am losing my train of thought all over the place. Man, I think it's time for you to retire. It might be. Getting old. 18, uh, 18 episodes in, and I'm going to have to retire from the world of podcasting. Time to hang up your mic. Yeah. No. Um, so, Nightmare, what do you got for spring? Man, spring tips. Mm, or good s- question. Stories or hilariousness. Man. Or- well, I'm going to suggest if there's snow on the ground and it's springtime and the field happens to create bunkers made of snow <laughs> to not um, try and punch through them because the entire bunker will fall on you and potentially your teammate sitting beside you. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a very realistic, very... Uh very possible thing that could happen. I'm not saying it ever has happened. No, but... no, it's not like, you know, some guy who who puts videos on YouTube or anything like that managed to punch a bunker and collapse it on, oh, I don't know, me. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm going to say is keep an eye out for my Thursday video. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, it's too funny, man. And uh, I, I guarantee you that segment will be in my 2015 top fails video. Guaranteed. Nice. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was too funny. When you see it, you will laugh. It's got to be in there. Uh, Guardian, what do you got, bud? Um, I guess mostly just sticking with tips. Uh, dressing layers. It's cold out there, but once you get moving... You're obviously going to warm up, and then you don't want to sweat, because then you're wet inside and outside, obviously. So, uh, yeah, layers, best way to go. Um, A nice waterproof jacket is very beneficial. might not look tactical, but when you stay dry, it's a big plus. And as some of us saw, bringing extra socks to the field would probably be not a bad idea. Change of clothes for the ride home. Yeah. Change of clothes, always a good call as well. Yep, definitely. In carpooling, the person that's driving will appreciate it if you're covered in mud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we we definitely do. Because I've made people drive home in absurd outfits because they were covered in paint and mud. It's not fun. Um, Also, one thing I was thinking about this weekend. uh, Sorry to cut you off there, Guardian. But what if somebody brought latex gloves to wear underneath their gloves? I was thinking about that. It keeps your hands dry, and you still get the protection from your gloves. But latex doesn't breathe as soon as you started sweating. Well, maybe maybe like another alternative to latex. Some sort of waterproof glove. That can breathe? Like you're going to toss them out between games. You're only, only going to have them on 15 minutes. Oh, in that case, then latex probably could work, but... I think I'm going to keep a box of those in my gear bag during spring games. That would have saved my hands. My hands were frozen this weekend because of how wet they were. Yeah, but if the gloves get wet anyways, they're still going to get cold. Latex doesn't insulate. No, but at least it's not like... At least your hands aren't wet. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. not wet. Like, ugh, I don't know. What about Gore-Tex gloves? If you got the money to fork out. Well, they're an investment. They're worth investment, yeah. That is true, yeah. I love my Gore-Tex boots. I, I need to get a Gore-Tex boots. I need a pair. I've got Gore-Tex socks, but you know I left them at home uh, when I went paintballing, along with my combats. Although it was kind of funny to watch people running around in sneakers mm. this weekend. 
That was a little odd. But I'm just thinking, what were you thinking when you got dressed this morning? They weren't. I think is pretty much what it was. So, oh well. Um, <laughs> what I would highly recommend for playing in the spring is splash pants. Yes. I was so yeah. happy I was wearing those because I had actually had three layers of pants on. And it, I could kneel in the snow. I could kneel in the water. And, I mean, the outer layer got soaked. But I stayed warm. It was actually pretty good. I was, I was bouncing around a lot. Mind you, I was also wearing a coat. So that was uh, that was really beneficial for me. But uh, playing in the spring, I, would, I don't trust the ice ever. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think we <laughs> all made that mistake. That's a funny story there. Um, here at my field, it was uh, last year, just early spring. Guy comes to play with his A5, doesn't know we have a little uh, pond in the back there. Goes to run across it, falls right through the ice. Uh, oh. Breaks his A5. He had a little air-through grip style going on there. Twisted the grip. Oh. That's what he gets for running on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Zero sympathy. No, it was all covered in snow. He didn't see anything. He just oh, fell through, okay. and then the game came to a stop. We're all looking around going, what's going on? And he just <laughs> kind of comes paddling over and looking all pissed. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, that's... I'd be a little bit pissed. But... Well, yeah, anytime you break your marker, man, that's... Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Um, actually, there was one piece of gear that I didn't see um, at the game, but I saw... Um, at work the next day that I thought was a really, really good idea if you're playing at a field that doesn't have a wicked indoor facility like Hillsborough has. Is, uh, get a dry bag for for all your gear. Right? There's a lot of fields that don't have an indoor facility. They just sort of have like picnic tables yep. all over the outside. So if it's raining, I mean, I mean, springtime, we're talking about snow and water on the ground, but it can open up and start raining at any point in time. But uh, invest in a dry bag, something that you can throw the, the paintballs in or any gear that you really need to keep dry. And, and that way, if you're out on the field and it starts raining, you don't have to worry too anything about it. They're yeah, only like Even just a big garbage bag. Yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking. I was looking at the, the official Coleman dry bag. It was like $18. I was like, or I can bring a garbage bag from home. Sure, it's only one-time use. But at least for the price of like 10 bucks, I get 50 of them. Right. And then I can use it to fill it with garbage at the end of the day. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Pro tip right there. Pro tip right there. Actually, that is a wicked tip. Bring a garbage bag to the paintball field with you, because the uh, field owners would really appreciate it if you picked up your shit at the end of the day. Oh, man. There's something I hate that more than seeing paint bags and paper towel all over the staging area. Yeah, no, it's it sucks. Because uh, right. I know... Uh, a long reach I'd stay after a little while and, and I mean make sure my shit was all cleaned up and the boxes were in the garbage and everything but a lot of people just like dump everything and leave oh yeah so it's not actually, cool <clears throat> actually uh, I used to or when I was between jobs at the time last year uh, I used to work and volunteer at the field I play at and I kid you not a big bachelor party would come in they would have a couple of drinks play some games then they would head home it was an absolute pigsty after. There was, like, hamburger bun wrappers all over the place. There was beer bottles askew, and it was not fun cleaning up, so. No, that wouldn't be fun. But, that I mean, that's what you get when you have 
non-paintballers who yeah. go, let's go to a paintball field for a party. Yeah. Right? They don't They don't think about... Well, they had a garbage uh, garbage pail or whatever you want to call it right beside their table, too. He it overfilled empty? it. No, wow. he overfilled it. Wow. That's See, impressive. my pro tip is what I do, I take a roll of paper towel with me to the field. Now, when I take that roll, I actually put it inside a grocery bag while it's in my gear bag. A, keeps my paper towel clean. B, at the end of the, when I get to the field, I can start putting my garbage into that grocery bag. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I'm ready to leave, I take that grocery bag and throw it in the garbage. One trip for the entire day. There you go. I mean, it, it's something I developed, or didn't really develop, but I thought of when I was, you know, a complete rookie to the sport. I'm like, the garbage can is on the other side of the staging area. I'm not walking all that way. I take this to protect my paper towel anyway. Let's just use that. And it gets rid of the freaking garbage bag, or not garbage bags, the grocery bags that are in my kitchen. So, win-win situation on that on that point. <laughs> everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. I'm happy. <laughs> if you're not just happy, everybody's happy. Woo. Happy, happy, happy. That's the way to do it. Um, so, yeah, playing in the spring. Basically, yeah, keep dry. Is the basic Absolutely. bit of it. Keep the paintballs dry. Yes. And, uh, don't core sample the snowbanks. I think for the first two games, I don't think I fired a straight shot. Although it does look pretty cool when you core sample a snowbank and then you fire, and a big plume of like snow comes out of the, your barrel. <laughs> that is kind of cool. It's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's that little bit of joy on the field. But then you're cursing yourself because none of your shots are firing right after that. Right, yeah. Oh, speaking of... Uh, core sampling with snow and snow specifically in the spring when there's still snow on the ground it's wet and sticky snow so when you run out of ammo make yourself some snowballs oh buddy because they're great it's there's nothing better than taking somebody out with a snowball that is if the field says snowballs count if, this, if the yeah. field, if the ref does not agree to snowballs counting, then that ref just has no sense of fun. Uh, it, like, honestly, my experience from this this past weekend, um, most of the players were mag-fed or limited ammo for the most part, even though it was completely open class. And once people were out of paint, they were sitting on the sidelines. But as soon as the ref said snowballs count, suddenly you see the tack vests coming off, the markers getting dropped... All these guys rushing back in and just throwing snowballs. Yep. Oh, it was that was awesome, man. It, it was pretty wicked. Except, I think most of us were pretty exhausted already from you know falling through the snow. Yeah. That when we throw the snowball, it would just sort of go. Like, <laughs> there was no energy behind it. It's like taking a shot when you only have like 200 psi left in your tank. <laughs> yeah, basically, right? Like a lot of us were throwing it and they were just like so slow that everyone was just sort of dodging it. Oh yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good time, good laugh. Too funny though, too much oh, fun. Yes. I, I think that's going to be Hillsborough's thing in the in the summer, in the winter and spring. I, I think so. Uh, I have to agree with you on that. I mean, the video I got from that snowball fight was priceless. <laughs> I cannot wait to post that. That'll be in a few weeks from now, but when I post it, it will be a good laugh. Excellent. Well, you know who already beat you to that punchline? Probably a hundred other people on YouTube. Well, I was just thinking of a uh, cheesy paintballer. Yeah, cheese already has a video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
<laughs> <laughs> this will be an alternate angle that will no, add to the experience. She's quick. I have to give her uh, give her that. Uh, she is really good at like getting her videos uploaded right away. Um, I take a couple days. Just I got other things and priorities. I wish I could be a full time YouTuber again, but no. <laughs> yeah, there's a thing called work. Yeah, family. work and and having a kid sucks. No, no, not having a kid sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy having a kid. It's uh, I miss being a full time YouTuber. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, I hear you. It's <laughs> it, I hear you, man. It makes being sense. an adult no sucks. What? Being an adult sucks. It really does. Being a responsible adult sucks. You could still yes, be a full time you YouTuber if you want to <laughs> just completely neglect the family. Yeah, it's funny that you actually mentioned uh, Cheesy Paint Parlor because uh, I'm actually watching her video right now because I haven't got a chance to do it. I'm watching it as we're doing this podcast because it's 14 minutes long and it's pretty good, actually. Kudos to her. She's really coming along with uh, her videos and I think she's going to go far. Again, another representative from the Maritimes and showing that, hey, paintball does exist out here. Take that, big companies. We do exist. Which don't have as much money as the other provinces, but damn it, we're more dedicated. And we're louder. <laughs> louder. We'll make sure you hear us. Yeah. I think it's we're coming for you, Ontario. We're coming. <laughs> coming <laughs> for you. We're going to gang up. New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and PEI are just going to gang up on Ontario. And get wrecked. Probably. <laughs> All right. If you want to compete with uh, the groups that go out to PRZ, be my guest. Yeah, I'm not going to bother with that. Like when it, when a team or a game has like 700 people, and the most we ever see is like, "Hey, we got a turnout of 100. That's awesome." <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna not gonna yeah. fight with that. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> no one to hold them. No one to fold them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, no. Warriors in the Woods used to get like three, four hundred people. Yeah, but that's before paintball collapsed on itself out here. That's true. It's coming back, though. Slowly oh, but surely. It's well, coming look, back. We've got uh, uh, the EPPL for speedball. We have the MegFed League, which is now into its second season, and a brand new uh, season for the Pump League. So, I mean, hey, it's growing. It doesn't matter what class of paintball you play. There's something for everybody. You forgot the uh, the Woodsball League. We have a Woodsball League? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of quiet, but it's... Okay, I was, was going to say, I'm like, man, I'm there's pretty the, sure I would have uh, heard of it. The New Brunswick Woods Ball League. Oh, see, that's why. New Brunswick Woods Ball League. Yeah. Nobody cares about New Brunswick. Hey. Shut up. You know what the best part about New Brunswick is? Leaving New Brunswick. <sighs> <laughs> Whatever, I man. I can't say nothing. I still consider New Brunswick my... My home province. Because it is your home province. Born and raised, and I will... I've had good times and good memories. Wicked. Some of them at Hillsboro. See, there we go. Uh, moving along again, before we go into a circle. <laughs> God, we were bad for that. We were oh my God, yes. what's, that. what's the next topic? Hit me, hit me, hit me. The next topic? Gear reviews. So, this is a new part that we're going to start doing with every podcast. Is we're going to take a small bit of time just to... Uh, do a review on a piece of gear and there's no sponsors behind this we're not doing anything for anybody in particular we're just you know we want to brag about our gear so we're gonna uh basically we, each one of us is gonna pick a piece of gear and uh and talk about it the pros the cons uh you know we're gonna make this honest reviews like i said we're not being paid to do these reviews so we don't need to be sweet and uh i'm sure 
we won't be. Uh, Raza, this is kind of, you know, out of nowhere for you, so if you want to blither really. about... I was actually kind of expecting it, since I was the one that mentioned it. When did you mention it? I mentioned <laughs> it on the uh, Facebook page. You asked if there was anything else you wanted to add to the uh, podcast, and I came up with that. Oh, I'll admit, oh, I'll... It's getting called out now. I, uh... <laughs> Hooligan's original idea. Oh, I never said this was an original idea. <laughs> I just didn't remember where the idea came from. <laughs> I, I have terrible memory. I hey, forget this names. is the internet. There is no such thing as an original idea anymore. It's true. <laughs> so true. So, Ra- the, then that's why I invited Raza. That is why I invited Raza onto the podcast, because this is the first time of his idea materializing. Is anyone buying this? No. Damn. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, Raza, why don't you why don't you take uh, take first hit at it? That way we can see how it's done. Uh, <laughs> that's kind just of a wise one. Um, being as new as I am to paintball, first thing I picked up was a Molly vest, just your regular run of the mill kinds, pretty much self explanatory. Can move pouches around and stuff. Biggest pain in the ass for that though is. Uh, the time it takes to actually weave the molly properly so it doesn't fall off mid-game. Mm. I've, I've made a couple of uh, molly attachments myself, and the buckles don't hold up when you're running and then come to a sudden stop after hitting a tree, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so molly's great, but uh, the con to it is when you run into trees, it tends to fall apart. Only if, if you make you're... it yourself. <laughs> it's so. all about that weave, man. All of it. Yeah. All about the weave. Hey, believe it or not, I did not know that Molly was designed to be weaved until the event at Jester's. How did you think it worked? <laughs> I, I, honestly, man, I slid like the the Molly pouches through like all four loops without weaving it, and they've never come un, uh, unattached. Two years of paintballing, and not once has my Molly ever fallen off. Either I'm not playing oh. rough enough. Or I'll admit, I, I don't really weave buttons. most of mine either. But I started but weaving I it, and it's so much more secure. Like, it does not move whatsoever. So, well, I'm, from here on in, it's always weaving. I'm pretty sure you're not uh, wearing soccer cleats, running headfirst to the middle of the field, and then not caring about how you stop, so you grab the nearest <laughs> tree. No. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare <laughs> running. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's where you went wrong. Nightmare <laughs> running. <laughs> We'll catch you it on video one day. Yeah, I will not be the scout for the MML. I'll tell you that right now. No, <laughs> me neither. We'll find somebody. Um, cool. The so captain's the not things. allowed to be the scout, so that's my excuse for no running. I'm out of shape. <laughs> so I'm not allowed to be the scout. <laughs> I'm just lazy. If, if there's any spots open up left, I'll take one. If I'll you're willing to fly down to New Brunswick... Fly, I'll drive. I'm not that far. Maybe right. four hours. We, we got three events. That's fine by me. How far? Four hours? Give or take. I'm actually looking at a 18-hour drive just to play in one of the states games. I'm pretty sure we're a lot farther away than four hours. You've got to get through Quebec. Uh, from Kingston to New Brunswick to Fredericton is 12 hours, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. I'll drive 10 hours. <laughs> All right, you got this, man. Hey. You're tired. Well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Have your people talk to our people. We'll figure something out. Yeah, so which means you are going to talk to Guardian. Exactly. (laughs) He's our people. All right. Sweet. There we go. Problem solved. I don't think there's a problem there anyways. Uh, 
Nightmare, what's your gear, man? What are you going to review? What are you going to talk about? Oh, man, I've been thinking about this all week, and I was originally going to talk about my marker, my awesome 468. Everyone knows what my opinion is of that thing. But more specifically, I want to talk about the lock bolt because that is an item that can be purchased for the MKP2 system. And I got to say, that is the most life-saving piece of equipment you can have on your marker. Uh, For example, this past weekend, we were playing in some pretty wet conditions. Uh, You never know when that one speck of water is going to land on one of your paintballs. It's going to sit there for a little bit and warp your paintball while it's in its mag. When it's time for you to finally shoot that paintball, it's not going to fire. The the lock bolt will stop it from firing and stop you from having a chop. Um, all all Friday long, people were having chops, misfeeds, uh, breach breaks like crazy. I didn't have a single one. Um, I had a ball break in my mag, and that was about it. And that did cause me some issues, and I did have to tear the marker apart to remove that ball because of the anti-ball drop system. That's a whole other story. But I gotta admit, I think every marker out there from M17 to the die dam needs to have a mechanical lock bolt system. It is the greatest thing in the world. I think every marker should have one. And I've got nothing bad to say about it whatsoever. I mean, Even if you don't have a ball anti-ball drop system, if you have a bad ball up there, pull your mag out, let your two or three balls drop, put your mag back in, and there you go, you're gone. And yes, I did say let your balls (laughs) (laughs) drop in the mic. (laughs) Right on. Yeah, I was I actually watched the lock bolt in action while I was next to you with you know digging myself out from underneath the bunker. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) yeah, you actually you you stood up and you pulled the trigger and I just heard this clunk I was, I was blown away by the sound because I, I was expecting to hear a paintball marker but uh, no it just uh, a tink is all yeah, it is it stops that bolt dead in its tracks the, the bolt honestly man it it goes forward by oh I want to say an eighth of an inch yeah. that's it and no air comes out the front of the marker at all so it's not like you're wasting a shot uh, literally recock your marker put a new mag in good to go Love it. I swear by it. And honestly, um, there's been times where I wanted to switch to a new marker system, a new platform, and I just stop and think, I love my lock bolt. I will not leave my 468 for anything because of that lock bolt. Yeah, I think the only thing that would be even on the market that compared to that would be uh, Didam's eyes. Not even, man. I've heard people having more problems with the eyes than they have with the lock bolt. Uh the lock bolt is a piece of metal that gets pushed out of the way by your paintball. You yeah. can't screw that up. No, that's true. Like, I don't have to put batteries in. I don't have to worry about my eyes not reading each other. I don't have to worry about paint being in the in the breach and, you know, screwing up the eyes or the eyes thinking that a good paintball is a bad paintball because you chose a lower quality of paint, which I have heard that story before. Mm. The lock bolt, if, if your ball can push it out of the way, it will fire that ball. If it can't push it out of the way, that means that the ball is not fully seated in the breech, and you would have had a chop. Now, it's a shame that only Rep 4 has that. I, I know. It's, uh, it's it's quite unfortunate, and I think it's genius. It is. It is absolutely genius. It really is. Like It is what is going to keep me with the 468 platform for a long time. That, and combine that with the fact that there's a new continuous feed mag on its way, 
someday. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, combine those two things together, and I'm more than satisfied with my 468. I don't even need full auto. Like, that's to me, that's just a waste of paint. Full auto just bleeds air. That's all it does. Yes. You ever watch Not only that. Not only that, whenever you're pulling that trigger and you're getting that one-shot, one-kill type thing, that feeling is just awesome. Instead oh, of having is. the yeah. full auto just pulling the trigger, you see three or four paintballs miss the target, then that last one goes like, oh, okay, I got a kill. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm not in it for the ropes of paint. I'm, I'm done with those days. No more $80 days at the field. Yeah. One bag of paint, I buy, that's all I need, and we'll have fun with that. There you go. So lock bolt, yes. Must buy. Even if you had the Jerry we're going under your marker, do it. If I could, I would. I know you would. I've seen that little breach window on your uh, TGR. I've that, seen it look I, pretty I do yeah, like, fluorescent at times. Uh, most of the time, that's because of my own fault. Rookie. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Guardian, what are you going to review, bud? What are you going to talk about? The Speedloader from Nova Games. It is amazing. I had so much more time for hanging out and talking at the field this weekend <laughs> because I just stick this little adapter on the end of my paintball bucket, a.k.a. rotor, and I push the button, and it fills my Zetas instantly. It is phenomenal. It was pretty cool to see that. I was blown away by how fast you were loading those Zetas. It was literally like you slide it into the adapter, hit the button, flip, fill up the other side. Done. Oh, um, yeah. We lost Raza. Oh, did we? Yeah, he dropped out. I don't know where he went. Womp, 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 womp. It says connecting dot, dot, dot on my screen. Yeah, it says connecting. Yeah, it's just going to keep going back and forth until we get him back. So we'll carry on. Yeah. Hopefully he'll come back. All right. But, uh, yeah, so far, the only uh, con, rather, for it is when you don't have a mag in it, like, there's no plug for the bottom, so the ball's fall out so you gotta kind of put it upside down so they don't fall out and then if your lid's not very good for your rudder then obviously you would spill all your balls out which would be embarrassing and suck. but I mean that would come with practice I mean if you can get used to if you know what the habits of your electric loader are then I mean it's something that can be easily overcome it has nothing yeah. to do with it. the loader itself yeah True. that's well more for the the setup of the adapter I told Andrew, basically, if he could make a cap to go over it, that would be perfect for storing. Yeah. So, it's something he's going to look at, and then it'd, it'd be perfect. It fills my megs quickly. There's nothing bad to say about it other than you <laughs> might spill balls. You may spill balls. <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. I'm going to try and get uh, Raza back in here. I might as well. So He, he missed uh, out on Guardian's awesome review of the... Uh, Nova Games uh, quick fill adapter. Yep, he did miss out on it. And he's going to miss out on it. He'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so. Although I am, I'm waiting for one. I'm waiting for him to make one for the DMAG system. It may be a little difficult. I but still, I still don't want think to it's possible. I don't think it's possible either. But you know what? That is my challenge to Nova. You can do it. We're talking about a company who's going to build a P90 from scratch. I'm sure he can figure out a way to make a DMAG loader. Um. Hey. It would be simple, except so. for the fact that when you think about using a electronic hopper, as soon as you have any kind of yeah. resistance against the, the paintballs, it stops feeding. There are so many yeah. things in the D-Mag that would cause resistance, from the follower to the latch that actually keeps your balls in place. That's a good point, yeah. 
So yeah, I was thinking about this. You can push the, the, the latch out of the way, which is going to release your follower. Mm, so yeah. it's kind of like a give or take. I mean, if he could make a system that pushed it just slightly enough out of the way that didn't release the follower, money. I feel like it would be a lot of like effort on his part. I don't necessarily know how well it would sell where the Helix Mags are supposed to be coming out so soon anyway. You know what? If Once I get my hands on the Helix Mag, I will give him one to actually make me a, a quick loader for it. Exactly. As long as it has That's a different thinking, yeah. latch and door system. There we go. It should, Sweet. hopefully. If not, well, we'll figure something out. Right I'm not on. counting 21 anymore. <laughs> In the uh, meantime, he's working on one for the Milsig, which will be awesome for the Milsig players. It's going to be awesome. And then I want one for my TGR2. Which... I actually just messaged a guy trying to buy another router for anyone on the team that wants it. See if I get it or not. <laughs> right on. Um, strictly for filling mags. Yes, strictly, yes. <laughs> but the guy only wanted 30 bucks, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I'm going to be the, not pessimist, I think I'm going to say realist for my review, because I decided to review uh, and take a look at my TGR2 as a whole, as a whole, uh, as a whole marker. And uh, I got to say, it's tough as nails for the most part. <laughs> um, that thing has been buried in the snow, has fallen into the ground, and hasn't been in water yet. I think that's my next test. Stuff it in water. But, <laughs> See what happens. Uh, very, very tough marker, but it's very heavy. I have to say is one of the downsides to it. Um, a huge bonus to it, it's A5 threaded. So easy to find barrels for it. Just so wicked. Because I know some people have problem finding barrels for theirs. No, nothing. Why is it so damn quiet? We're, we're listening yeah. intentively. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Anyways. That is one plus to the, the teacher. I admit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it, it performed incredibly well. It doesn't have an anti-chop system in it, though. And I'm so jealous of the 468 for that. So it, it chops balls if they're not fed properly. It never has it just blown up a ball in the chamber. I've never had the bolt just decide to, to, to rip something apart. Uh, more like but so often, it busts your balls. Well, it's more like when I feed the magazine <laughs> in and it doesn't latch. And then I go to feed the magazine in again without thinking. And I just jam three balls into the chamber and pop them all. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, overall, not a bad marker. Fairly accurate, but... Uh, what are we looking at for a price range on that thing? Just shy of $500. Ooh. Well, it is MagFed yeah. marker, so I mean, that's, you can kind of expect that from... Right, it's a MagFed marker, uh, marker from MaxTech, which is now... Or was it? It was from Honor Corps, Scarab Arms, which became Honor Corps, which became MaxTech? I don't know. I that, so. that company confused the hell yeah. out of me. Uh, I'll be yeah. perfectly honest. Uh, if I could go back and do it again, I wouldn't buy it. Wow. Yeah. It's... I always appreciate your view on it because you're not a fanboy. And I love that. Right. So for I sure. love the fact that it's A5 it's threaded so I can, I can get any barrel I want for it, basically. Just anything at all. Yes. The uh, I find if, if as long as you have like a, either A5 threaded or cocker threaded... You can get almost any barrel you want. Right. And the the real problem with it, and I'll be 
I'm going to be perfectly honest with this thing. Um, there's more cons to it than there's pros. So it's incredibly heavy. It's made of aluminum, but it's still heavy as hell. (laughs) My safety, the the safety lever, fell off. Uh, It's actually still at Hillsborough. The one other person I know that owns a TGR2, his fell off. And I looked into it, and they actually sell them alongside the O-rings on their website. Wow. So that goes to show you how easy these things pop off. So we're talking the safety switch falls off this thing. Um, no anti-chop. So if the ball doesn't feed right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bust it. And the air block, the ASA on the back of it, actually wiggles back and forth. Wow. To the point where I can feel it. So... To go back and... I've heard a lot of issues for their tanks, too, are just... That's the other weird thing, is the other guy, Michael, who owns the TGR2 with alongside me, uh, both our tanks, uh, burst discs, the 1.6 or the 1.8K burst discs, popped at the same time. Neither of our tanks had air in them, yet when we went to go fill them at Hillsborough, they both had leaks. That's incredible. So, if I could go back... I would not buy it again. And I'm probably shooting myself. I know myself. we've had... Hmm? We, we've had four of them on the team from different people, and they've they've all had similar issues that you're describing, unfortunately. And uh, one common one that, in regards to the tank, uh, I guess it's common for it. The, the threads can go in it, I guess, and it gets stuck on the marker, and it's... It's hmm. quite a messy process to get off. That's not something I've experienced yet, but I'm sure it will come. Uh, field stripping it, I guess, is uh, is easy enough. You pop two pins. Well, actually, it's not even that easy. Pop two pins, pull the spring off the front, and then you to take the ASA off the back, pull the bolt out. But as soon as you pull the bolt out, you're, you're guaranteed to lose a small black uh, rubber stopper off the back of the marker. And it just it falls out of the back of the marker. Oh, look at this. Raza's back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Welcome back, Raza. You missed me basically... Tearing, tearing apart. My, yeah, tearing my marker apart. A very honest review on the TGR, I have ah. to say. Buyer beware. Yeah, I love seeing people that are going to admit to pros and cons of a marker. Yep. There's too many fanboys on there that are just... They have a gear. They don't want to admit that there's any problem with it because they've invested so much money in it. They're just in denial. Yeah, and that goes the same for almost anything that anybody buys these days, whether it be your choice between video games or your car or any material object that you can possibly possess. If you own it, more than likely you're going to be a fanboy of it because of the amount of time, effort, and money you've put into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to see when people are completely unbiased. They're like, yeah, you know what? I've put a ton of money into this, but it's still a piece of shit. Yep. I haven't put any money into my marker. Can't blame you. I've upgraded the barrel because I had to because there's their barrel comes with an O-ring on it. And I don't know yeah. why. But the O-ring shredded, <laughs> so I went and bought a new barrel. Because the, the O-ring kit they sent me didn't come with a spare O-ring for the barrel. How do you find for changing the velocity? Like That seems like such an odd process. That uh, actually is, while it is a very odd process, it's 
kind of nice to know that I can set my marker to a specific uh, feet per second because the TGR2 runs with the spring system. So uh, depending on which spring you load into the marker actually sets the, the velocity for the marker. And um, I have mine set so that it's it's an area it's I'd say give or take 15 feet per second but um, I can chrono my marker and at any point in time I'll be between uh, 270 and 285 hmm. because hmm. I've custom cut they, they give you two extra springs to cut and I've I cut the mark I cut the springs to to match that so depending on the weather uh, I, I can shoot between 270 and 285 and it's just that easy. So for me to go to the field and chrono it, I basically stand in line, shoot two rounds, three rounds, go, yep, it's chrono, get it taped, and I walk off. That's it. So okay. it's pretty good that way. But like I said, I would not I would not buy it again. And uh, I will say, though, if you look on their website, they've actually changed the ASA on the new markers, on the ones they're selling now. They've swapped it. So I'm assuming they fixed whatever problem was wrong with it uh, for the wiggle. But... Uh, too little too late for me so yeah I'll probably never sell it it's my first magfed marker first dedicated magfed marker um, I'll probably it's keep it it's always good to have a spare and it's I yeah mean, it's always know. good to have a spare but I'm probably going to look at uh, a 468 or Ooh. who knows I might wait and see what comes in the next six months yeah I know my next upgrade I'm gonna get the storm just it's going to be a great loner marker we're doing the team rental setup for people to try out megfed and uh it has the lock bolt edition so i think that'll be really great for people trying out megfed so they don't get endless breaks definitely it's a wicked idea yeah well me not having to invest much money because you know sending someone that i kind of sort of know oh with my damn isn't ideal <laughs> no no not at all Nothing's an investment on its own. Yeah. Worth its weight. Well, I did only get it for 500 so. That was a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue that one. Uh, So, those are the gear reviews. So, speaking of gear, for anyone who wanted to buy new gear, uh, we're going to do, April is going to be buy-sell-trade month, I guess, on the podcast. So, uh, we're going to do a tip every week uh, specific to the topic of the month and because it's April and because it's the beginning of the season and everyone is sort of well, hopefully they bought all their new gear over the winter but you know you go up for your first game or two and you think yeah I want new gear so you go to look at buying new gear um, so we're going to hand that one over to, to Guardian he gets to talk about tips for buy sell trade because <laughs> he's a freaking guru at it <laughs> you think yeah, so in the last two weeks, I think I bought and then sold, I don't know, at least half a dozen markers. So just to kind of give you a rough estimate, and uh, it's pretty average. I guess it's a little higher, and it's just that time of year where people are getting new gear and getting rid of the old gear. Um, and I come across endless bizarre situations in different buy-sell trade groups. You can find some great deals. But there's always people that are just bizarre. Like, for example, there was a guy today that mentioned that he would pay before the person sent it to him. 
he, he was stating that as if that were proof that he was legitimate and he wasn't going to try to rip the person off. For any listeners that aren't experienced in buying, selling, trading, always, always get your payment before you mail something. I, I don't see how that was even a topic that could be for debate, but apparently, to some people, it would be perfectly okay to pay for something once you received it in the mail. Meanwhile, that person that you don't know might not send you that money, and you would have zero recourse to send that money. So, uh... Anyway, kind of a, a complicated topic of buying, selling, trading, new year. But the main tip that it comes back to, last week we talked about always use PayPal. Give some insurance for the buyer and seller. If the person ends up selling you broken crap, you can put in a dispute through PayPal. And it's worked great the two times that I've had to put in disputes in the last year. I've got my money back. One person tried to not ship me the item at all, and the other person was just being really sketchy, so anyway, both times worked out to my benefit, but if I had sent an e-transfer, I would have been shit out of luck. Um, also, online, you can do what's called a legit check on people, so uh, it's kind of a neat concept where... You post asking for people's comments about if they've done business with you in the past or if they know you from, like, your paintball community. So that way you can kind of see if people are going to vote for that person. So if Hooligan was going to sell his TGR, you know, he'd post up a legit check and he'd be able to have a lot of people from the Maritimes vote for him, I'm sure. I'd hope so. Except everyone would be like, no, don't buy it. He said it's crap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would stick up for you and I'd say he was very honest about the market you definitely are getting a full account of what you're getting if you bought it from him which <laughs> I think people should be looking for from a seller very true if, if someone's going to try to sell you a used gear and tell you nothing but you know sugar plums and rainbows then <laughs> there's something fishy about that right yeah. <laughs> the thing is used it's worn. There's definitely not as great as they're making it out to be. There's but no you can way. find some great deals out there, so, you know. Oh, definitely. You can always find deals out there. So there we go. There's our, that's our tip of the week. I'll have to come up with a really neat little, like, name for it, other than tip of the week. Yeah. And we'll need, like, some <laughs> to, like, segue to Guardian. <laughs> yeah, we can make it, like, no, I don't know. I had an idea. Yeah. Like, a really bad reporting thing. And be like, all right, now we're going to Guardian with the buy sell tip of the week. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Guardian. <laughs> tip of the week. Kermit the yeah. Frog here. I have decided that I'm going to try to keep uh, a running stock of at least one or two markers for sale for MegFed. So if I see a good deal, I scoop it up and then I offer it around for the, to the team first if anyone's looking for anything specific. So, for this example, this weekend I picked up a T8 at a very solid price. Offered it to the team. One of the teammates wanted it. Cool. Passed it on to him. So, uh, and then if none of the teammates are interested, then, you know, I'll post it up on buy-sell trade groups. And I make a little bit of money from it here and there when I find good deals. Other times, I just hook people up with the deal because, you know, I want to see them get some gear that they're looking for. And it's kind of a hobby of mine of buying and selling and trading. You're basically like a stockbroker for the paintball world. <laughs> you just buy, sell, exactly. and trade goods. 
<laughs> it almost be like second. That's a better analogy than other people are comparing me to the the show Pawn Stars, which is kind of funny. But Why do you know a buddy who knows something about everything? <laughs> it's usually too tall from the Wolverines. Like, yeah. If I don't know, I'm calling him. <laughs> yeah, I, I, call? I really, I really want to buy this marker, tall. but I don't know much about it. But I got a buddy. Let me call him in. <laughs> and then Ian just shows up, and then you just go, "I want this." So, you know, Ian's big enough. I'm sure he can just break people. <laughs> so. Uh, Tip of the week, so we need suggestions because we can't think of a name. We fell back to Kermit the Frog, so I can tell you where we were going with that one. <laughs> I don't think we're the ones qualified to come up with a new name. No. So, um, so if you guys have an idea of what we should call the tip of the week, because it just, I don't know, just doesn't sound right. It doesn't roll off the tongue well. So if you guys have any ideas... Uh, you know, let us know. And it's not going to be buy, sell, trade all the time. It's just going to be buy, sell, trade for April. And then we're going to come up with a topic for January, February, March. April, March, May, May. May. And so on and so forth. So, um, speaking of May, look at that. Rolling right into the next topic. Uh, we have <laughs> upcoming events. And uh, May 3rd. Raid the River at uh, Jester's Tactical Sports Center. I have no idea what the man's got planned, and he won't tell me. Uh, hopefully, bring a, to... bring, bring a boat. Bring a boat. Canadian Spring. <laughs> bring a boat. And uh, it's hopefully it'll be. Re- I'm sure it'll be good. Can't wait. I don't know. There's very little details on it so far. Basically, all we know is it's May 3rd, and it's at Jester's Tactical Sports Center in Ormukdo. And. Uh, but I'm sure he's just going to come out of nowhere with a whole pile of information. So once we know, we'll we'll let everyone else know. And, and we're trying to make it down. Sure. Hopefully we can all go. Be a good time. And then uh, yeah. after that, the big event is the uh, Paintball for Kids. Yep. Which is yes. May 17th. I believe so. Yeah. Does that sound right? Oh, i got to start saving my pennies, man. There's so many events coming up. I need to find a new job so I don't have to work Sundays anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, registration is open for paintball for kids. For anyone that's interested, uh, look it up on Facebook or send me a message and I can send you an invite to the uh, event. Yeah, we'll post the uh, the links on, uh, on on our Facebook page. And it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a great cause. It's an awesome time. Everyone, I've, I haven't been to one yet. I really want to go to one. But it's uh, from what I've heard, it's a wicked time. And everything goes to charity, right? Yep. And it's the Make-A-Wish Foundation? Um, the IWK, actually. Oh, okay. Well, it's still, I mean, that's that's awesome. So, uh, any yeah. idea how much so money was for anyone that's last year? Uh, I don't, but uh, they have a page for it. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of the big check on the page from last year. For anyone that's not familiar, the IWK is our local children's hospital, and they do a big televised fundraising thing every year. So last year, they went and presented it from the Paintball for Kids paintball event. So not only is it a good cause, but it's also you know getting some awareness out there for the sport and how we get back to the community, which is really cool to see. Yeah, it was a solid time. A lot of photos, like everyone smiling, everyone having a good time. 
Yeah. Ton of kids out paintballing and looking adorable because the masks are like twice the size of their heads and you know half of them weigh about the same as the paintball marker. It's just going to be a good time to get out and mingle with the community. I'm and I'm really looking forward to it this year. Uh, my son was raised or sorry, not raised, born at the uh, IWK. So uh, with all the complications that we had around that, uh, amazing people, amazing staff. Um, they could use all the money they can they can get. So I'm definitely going to be there. Uh, supporting them and hopefully I will see many members of MSOB plus the other teams in the the area. Smurfs, the Wolverines. Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting another one but I can't remember. Uh, Monks and uh, Expendables. Oh yeah. That's it. Monks and Expendables. (laughs) And etc. And etc. And so on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Great event. The IWK, I'm sure if you live in the Maritimes um Actually, isn't there IWKs all across Canada? Nope. There's the only the one. Okay, so there's children's hospitals across Canada, but ours yeah. is called the IWK. It is. Okay, okay. So, if you live in the Maritimes, uh, I'm believe it or not, you probably know somebody who's had to experience being at that hospital. It's, it's mind-blowing yeah. how many people have actually been through it. And, and I mean, it's not exactly a, a pleasant topic to talk about, so, you know, it's not something you bring up at a cocktail party or something. Uh but I mean, like I, growing up, I had a friend who had to go to the IWK almost bi-monthly uh, for chemotherapy treatments, and uh, you know, it unfortunately that one didn't end in a happy story. But uh, the people at the IWK are—they're a special kind of people, right? They, they decided that they want to work with kids who absolutely need the most dedicated care they can get, and and that hospital needs all the money they can get. For, usually for equipment. None of the money actually goes to paying anybody there. It's usually all going to buying these incredibly sophisticated equipment that can do mind-blowing medical procedures that goes over my head and I have no idea how it actually all works. Hence why I do a paintball podcast and I don't work in the medical field. <laughs> so, yeah. And with my memory, I don't think anyone wants me working in a, in a medical field. I hardly want you operating on a paintball field. <laughs> <laughs> I can at least remember which direction to run in most sometimes. Of the time. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, the Pump League, like you'd mentioned, that's that's basically uh, up and running this month. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. They're uh, it's the Atlantic. Oh God, I had it written down. What is it? The Atlantic. And there's Pump, the memory. The Atlantic Paintball Pump League. Simple enough. Yeah, and, uh, they've, they've yeah. got huge plans for it. I already know of at least one person who's actually leaving the MagFed side of things. Yes. And selling off all their gear to go participate solely in Pump from here on in. Well, I can see why. I mean, Pump is where paintball kind of came from, right? You oh, it's, it's a special dedication, man. I mean, some people, that to them, that's their bread and butter, especially the older guys. And because mm-hmm. I, I, I can understand why they'd want to go back. Oh yeah, if that's what if that was where you started in paintball, and now it's actually starting to come back, there's no better place to end. Exactly. I'm actually looking at getting a pump gun, uh, not necessarily for the league. I couldn't compete. No, me neither. The whistle I, I, would I, I, blow I and use it in the league. Yeah, I, the the whistle would blow and I'd be done. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but they've got some really great uh, people behind it all. Some very dedicated players. Some very experienced players. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's. I'm looking at it right now, so it's... Uh, yeah, just look up Atlantic Pump Paintball League. Uh, 
two events this year. They're doing two events, and it's uh, three-man race to three format. So I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'm just reading from a from page. Um, it's similar to a speedball structure for tournament style. Yeah, except it's uh, going to be a lot more entertaining to watch, I think, because it's for pop- sure. Right? You yeah. gotta, you gotta, I just meant for the uh, like the numbers of people and then the yeah, yeah it's three man teams and uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to watch it. I want to go to one yeah, of the games. It'll be neat. And yeah, it's uh, cool to see that uh, tournaments growing and expanding in the Maritimes. And uh, it's nice to see that one's being hosted at Hyper and one's at Seabreeze. So it's it's not just like one field mm-hmm. running this tournament, but it's a partnership between the two local fields, which is nice to see. Yep, yep. And uh, I heard they were doing the two events just because they want to see how it pans out. They want to see if there is a big interest in it. And I'm hoping yeah. maybe next year you're going to see maybe three games or four games to uh, to see cool. for the for the events rather than just the two. And they've already got like trophies and everything. It's going to be a good time. And I'm looking at some of these pump markers and damn, they're sexy. They're they're a special kind of marker. I really want one. I'll eventually get around to getting one. But. I know I have a Hammer 7 coming in the mail. I'm excited to mod that up. Click, clack, I don't really pew. think it would be... What? <laughs> Click, clack, pew. <laughs> it wouldn't be as competitive as some of these other awesome pumps that just have, like... These, like, upgrades so you can, like, pump them faster and, like... Yeah, I've <laughs> seen... Uh, I've seen one. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was called. Basically, he just held down the trigger, and every time he pumped it, it fired a ball. Yeah. So he just held down they, the trigger and just pop, 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 pop. Like he was, he was keeping up with some semis. It was pretty crazy. And uh, but, however, the rules are stating that uh, it has to be, uh, it fires a ball with every pump of the gun. It's from what I can tell. So, uh, yeah, manually pumped before each shot. Wow. So it's going to be a slower pace, a lot more strategy behind it, and it's not just going to be spray cool. and pray. And I'll wait. And then Cowboys and Banditos. Not necessarily yeah, the, uh, close, but uh, it's close to filling up. Oh, it's Yeah, the registration just man. opened. It's so, only, I think, 20 spots left out of 100, and it's only been open for a few days. Yeah, it was 50% filled within the first 24 hours. Something like that. Well, like last a, year... It was open to less people, but it filled in a day. Crazy. So anyone that's looking to go should sign up quick. Oh, yeah. So that one's just uh, look that one up on Facebook. It's uh, Keep Calm, Carry On doing it, right? Yeah, and it's uh, it's a charity game, and the money goes towards the Canadian Diabetes Association, which is pretty cool. And it is a ton of fun. So Um, much fun. If you like dressing up, if you want to look like a cowboy, if you want to look like a bandito, go ahead. There's a prize for top costume. Um, our buddy Lucas won it last year, and my God, was he ever dressed up to the nines? Uh, I think he <laughs> put more money into his outfit than he did for his setup for for his marker for the day. Um, he looked absolutely fantastic. If you go on Keep Calm's Facebook page, I believe there's a picture of him somewhere floating around in there. Uh, if you want to see what the games are kind of like, I've got a video on my YouTube channel. Uh, Cowboys versus Banditos is all it's called, and it is just awesome. I mean. Pumps and pistols, it, it's pretty well matched. Um, now you can't show up with a uh, 
a TIPX with a Umurex kit on it, it's no stocks allowed. Um, unless it's on your pump, of course. Uh, so if you're using a pistol, it's a straight-up pistol. If you're using a pump, it's pretty much open-class pump. Uh, obviously, one pump, one ball. But uh, it's a blast. I mean, you never do you feel like you're being outgunned or overpowered in any way. It's... It's yeah. really close quarters. You can really bump up real far. It's a good chance to be aggressive and just have a good time for a good cause. And the the layout is just awesome. More the town at Seabreeze, both for anyone who hasn't been, is a Western theme. So it was, it was designed basically for this event. And the last two have been awesome. And it's probably my favorite event of the year every year. So I'm very much looking forward to it. I've actually signed up for it, and I don't even know if I can go. <laughs> but I wanted my spot just in case. Yeah. So I'm hoping to go. I, I, I'm really hoping to to be able to get to that. I think it'll be a great time now that uh, I co-own a, a Tipex. So I can actually use a, a pistol. <laughs> if not, we could definitely find you a loner pump as well. I know I own like four pistols and three pumps. In See, there we go. I'm not worried <laughs> about it. Hopefully I can go. I'm only worried about trying to get there. Squeeze the trigger and pump like you just found your daddy's first porno. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's funny. I saw that on Facebook the other day. I literally fell out of my chair laughing so hard. That is... (laughs) Wow. That is... I don't even know, man. I don't have words for that. (laughs) It's true, man. I mean, if you hold the trigger and you you pump it, balls are flying. Well, (laughs) I guess if you pump really hard, yeah, but... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Give her. Okay, we gotta walk away from this one. Yeah. <laughs> gotta walk away from this one. Okay. Uh, we're getting to the end. We're we're at the end. So, uh, Guardian, you want to announce the winner of uh, the right Guardian gear, the Guardian Grip contest. So, uh, in celebration of Team MSOB page reaching 300 likes. We did a uh, giveaway this week. We we're asking anyone who has liked the page and to like the podcast page and comment with your favorite field. So, and then you'd be entered for a chance to win a Guardian Grip from Nova Games. Anyone who's not familiar with the grip, tactical and practical, holds a mag in the grip. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> tactical and practical. <laughs> <laughs> and it's named after yours truly uh, it was a custom item I requested from him so. anyway um, before the recording I had asked Hooligan for a random number he selected 6 counting through the comments Troy Connors is the winner of the Guardian Grip congratulations Troy Woo, yay. give it to you next time we were at the field <laughs> <laughs> you win it we're not shipping it to you you have to pick it up <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I'll see him at Seabreeze. Yeah. Raza, you want to say anything before we sign off? Because you were kind of gone for a little bit. Yeah, don't uh, leave your laptop unplugged. That's pretty much all I got to say for that. <laughs> I was wondering what happened to you. Yeah, I know my laptop just kind of died out as uh, Guardian started talking, so he sounded a little funny there for a bit. No, that was just Guardian <laughs> talking. <laughs> <laughs> Like you were just so into it that you didn't notice your laptop go doo. You've got ten minutes. No, my laptop doesn't even do that at the time. No, so. you were so into the podcast, you didn't notice okay, okay, the laptop. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. All right, excellent. Uh, so, is that what you want to sign off with? You can... 
<laughs> sure, why not? Raza's tip of the week. Plug in your laptop. Plug in your shit! <laughs> okay. Well, I've gone to the field several times with my GoPro and the battery wasn't fully charged and it died right in the middle of actually getting a pretty good shot with some rentals and it just sucked so much. So. I've gone to the field with batteries dead in my speedball marker. That just... Yeah, but no one cares about your space ball gun. <laughs> Except for him. <laughs> yeah. I care about it. Whatever. Yeah. You guys can hate on it all you want. Haters I... gonna hate, you're just gonna shake, 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 shake it off, or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, all right, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> it wasn't a two-part question, it was... That was it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. No, I'm going to be like Dwayne Johnson and just shake it off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, you're missing out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, hopefully uh, hopefully everyone enjoyed the podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll get to see everybody out at these events. If you can make it out to Raid the River May 3rd, that'd be great. If you can make it out to Paintball for Kids on the 17th, that's even better. Hey, remember, if you if you make it up to these events, A, it's a great cause, B, you'll probably get shot at by MSOB, and C... You get to meet me. And C, you. you might make it on the <laughs> No? No? Nothing? Nothing? No, okay, we're not going right. to let you finish that one. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, no, but All I'm really, trying to do is plug myself here. If, if you are going to one of the events, uh, and you are a listener of the podcast, let us know. We want to meet you. You have no idea how cool it is to go to an event and have people go, I recognize your voice. I really like your podcast. Like, it is it is the greatest feeling in the world. Just don't be creepy about it. I recognize your voice. <laughs> you know what? No, I don't even care. They can be creepy about it. <laughs> I'm okay with them being creepy about it. As long no, as I'm gone. I'm, I'm leaving. Like I'm packing up my shit and gone. <laughs> I'll, I will wait and I will talk to you. I, yeah. Anyways, if you're going to one of the events, let us know. We want to talk to you. Uh, you know, get everyone's opinion on the podcast. It's, we're always looking for criticism. We're always looking for different ways to do things. That's why this podcast is, you know, sort of broken down into topics and segments. And, uh, yeah. and hopefully it worked. Let us know. Send us a message. Send us hate mail. I don't care. Let us know how we're doing. Send Hooligan the hate mail. Send me the nice stuff. Which I've been getting a lot of recently, so that's cool. Aww. <laughs> Nobody sends me anything. This isn't fair. Nobody sends me anything. Most of it is relating to buying and selling of gear, and it just, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right. like, hey, yeah, buy my shit. <laughs> oh, it's more like, I'm buying this. Do you think it's a good deal? And I'm like, low ball him. You already know the max he wants. You don't know the lowest he'll take. Low ball him. It's true. That is the golden rule of buy, sell, trade. Low ball him. <laughs> don't feel bad. Offer him half of yeah. what they're asking for, and if they take it, excellent. Because they were looking for that. Everyone always prices yeah. it high. So, really? uh, okay. <laughs> I think we're going to end it here before we end up in a circle about buy, sell, trade. <laughs> and we know what kind of circles you get into, and we're not getting into those today. Don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> Again, haters going to hate. And you're just going to shake, shake, shake. Why do you know the lyrics of this song so well, man? <laughs> Don't you listen to the radio? I have serious Educate yourself. I listen to Ozzy's Boneyard. Anyways, I think we're done for the night. I think we are as well. Uh, 
for anyone listening, there's going to be basically two podcasts this week because we're going to do another one later this week because we were behind on this one because we all went to Hillsboro and had a great time. So. Oh, damn it. I got to work yeah, twice this week. Of that, I was looking forward to that podcast this weekend before I went and played. I was thinking about you, too. I was on the way. I was driving to Hillsboro, and I was just <laughs> like, man, Roz is going to be pissed. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but did this make Those up for bastards. it? <laughs> you still got a ways to go. Oh, whatever, man. I'm not bringing you on here anymore. <laughs> okay so uh raza man it was good having you on even though you were only on for like half of it <laughs> we'll, we'll see about bringing you on again later don't worry you'll be able to listen to the gear reviews later and you just listen to where you cut out and you'll figure, you'll be caught up by next week pretty much it yeah yeah so uh nightmare guardian it was good talking it was good seeing you guys on the weekend we oh, uh, you <laughs> uh, we need to we need to try and, and play paintball more often together gonna make me blush over here Damn right. Aw. So, until next week, guys, cheers. Cheers.